Hello, one and all, and welcome back to An Idiot's Guide to Adventuring, a podcast by idiots, but not exclusively for idiots. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul Stanfield, and with me at the table today is... Luke Stanfield. I'm playing Stuart Llewellyn. Josh Ladd playing Cliff Clearwater. And Justin Cole playing Drogon Ironchin. What mysteries does the capital hold for our heroes? You'll have to follow the guide to find out. Pick up back in Lake March. Last time, three of you arrived at the Church of Boldre, Stuart's home of worship. Upon trying to enter, however, Drogon was rebuffed by some form of magic, preventing his entry entirely. He quickly realized it was the evil presence of the hagstone hidden in his bag that was keeping him out. Father Tito, the local head of the church and the captain of Stuart's childhood, <laughs> Captain, my child. Came rushing out and found your group waiting awkwardly in the entryway. After brief introductions and a hearty catching up, he agreed to take the kids with him into the church and sent you on your way to the rectory where Stuart's old room waited for him just as he'd left it. After the kids were settled in, Tito found you inside the rectory and you were all allowed a proper chance to meet and catch up and share what news you could with him. Stuart learned that his escapades in Silverbend had not gone unnoticed this far north. Had not gone. Why did I say it like that? (laughs) Indeed, the church had been paid a visit by a suspicious Federation auditor who pried into their true intentions within the Marchlands. After learning the truth of the Hagstone and its occupant, Tito agreed to do some research in the Boldrian Library to see what he could learn, as well as use his healing magic to mend any magical tinkering that may have been done inside Cliff's mind. Following morning, he shared with you three the story of the destruction of Androsia, the once great singular city-state of the world, and more importantly, of the gods behind its demise. Jealous gods, also known as the Six, included a name you recognized, Cyric, the god of lies, murder, and trickery. Very same god, Ariane had been encouraging the orphans to worship. He'd agreed to do more research when he could find the time and suggested several other places to you guys where you might do the same. Visited the Artificers Guild, met with Gurdum Sledge, where Drogon finally received a copy of the contract that would enlist their aid in examining Embercrag's earthquake troubles. Following that, he scooped up Izzy and headed to the Waterside Orphanage where Stuart was raised before his time in the church. Hopes of finding a more permanent home for the Silverband Orphans. That was a lot. (laughs) And that is where we'll pick up today. Stepping onto the orphanage grounds, down towards the enormous silver lake that gives Lake March its name, with Izzy in tow. Been a hot minute for Stuart. The orphanage is, it looks like a small miniaturized boarding school. It's one large dormitory. It's one large dormitory <laughs> sort of thing, right? <laughs> Should have had another energy drink. Been a long week. The large dormitory style structure. 
not the same size as an actual school, but filled with individual rooms and a few larger rooms where teaching and things like that can be done. Stuart, you've spent a lot of time here and it looks much the same as it did when you were growing up. There's been repairs done, but uh, it's clear this place isn't particularly flush. No. So the grounds aren't in great shape, but they'll do. There's no sort of fence or gate outside. It's sort of this just singular, single-standing structure on its own amongst the rundown portion of Lakeside, down towards the water's edge. Cool. Near the lake. Fancy. Usually they tuck these things away in a corner somewhere. I, I think they considered this a corner, actually. <laughs> corner of the lake, perhaps? I certainly felt like growing up in a corner. Duh, do you still know the people who run this thing? If, uh, I, I should, if they haven't changed. It was a headmistress, Sally, I think her name was. And yeah, I, was, I, mean, I would assume things haven't changed. I didn't think to inquire, but All right, I'm maybe. sure I'll recognize a folk or two around. You want to take point? Of, of course. I will oh, go and rap on the door and then open it up. Okay. Go and knock on the door when you Opened on your own many, many times in the past. You can still see scratches and crude drawings that have been painted over by Oswald, the janitor and night warden of the school. A few moments after you rap, the door swung open. You see familiar but aged face of Headmistress Sally peering out from a crack in the open door. Looks at you and then past you, three companions. And her eyes slowly focus back onto you, Stuart. Stuart? Hello, Ed, Mistress Sally. It has been, it's been a many years. My goodness, it's been some time. Come, come on in, what are you doing on my stoop? Well, I found some folks that are in need of a helping hand and thought your home might suit them perfectly. Very well, let's talk inside. She swings the door wide open. Access to the four of you. Welcome to my other home. <laughs> <laughs> You guys step in. Whole life round. Immediately you're struck by the musty scent of old carpets, maybe some walls that are housing a little bit of black mold, the old scent of leather-bound books and pages that aren't open nearly as often as they probably should be in a house of learning. And Headmistress Sally closes the door behind you and moves ahead and stands in front of you awkwardly in the entry hall, arms behind her back. Still wears her hair in a tight bun, as you remember, growing up Stuart with a woven net holding it in place so tightly that the skin of her forehead is sort of pulled back. Her eyebrows are up higher than they should be, giving her this permanent perplexed slash severe slash surprised look at all times. <laughs> Though she is clearly aged since you last saw her, she has the same frantic and overworked look that she always had. It pretty much runs this place single-handedly, despite there being, at times, 30 or 40 children under its roof. You would. Roll me an insight check. 40 or 50, soon. <laughs> Ooh, Stuart's normally good in this. Rolled low. Uh, 11? Seems distracted, but otherwise is clearly surprised by your visit. Why, so what, what are you doing here? You have children, you said? Well, yes, I've just got back into town. It's been a it's been a hectic few months on the road, but these are a couple of my friends. This is Drogan here and uh, Cliff, my other companion. Hello, pleasure to meet you. Likewise, welcome to my home. Um, 
while I was in Silverband, and looking into information of my own, I uh, stumbled into some trouble, and well, we ended up pulling these kids out of it. It was uh, the whole town is in a quite a mess, and we seemed that it was the best idea to just get them out of there and hopefully help them with a fresh start. I I, I think it's safe to say they're they're happy with the city so far, and well. We need to find them some sort of home, so I thought, where better place to look than my old stomping grounds, as you'd say. But uh, I, I know how you are here. I know it was always quite a busy home and never enough beds for the bodies. So figured I'd at least check first if you would even have the capacity to look after this many, this many children. You are still busy. That much hasn't changed. Precious few beds available. There's always space for more, but the moment would full up as far as our money allows more than anything else if more kids were to come it, it wouldn't be covered by the, the local government it would have to be paid for out of pocket some way and how much would you need well would it be like a steady income or would it be one lump sum payment help but if you're that that flush i don't i don't know let me let me think on it it we do things pretty cheap here. We buy in bulk. You know, I remember. And the kids go on our fishing trips at the end of every week, and often that brings in enough food to get us through the weekend. We don't pay much other than food. That The land is ours, as you know. But problems do arise. Um, I would say it usually we're looking at around a gold piece per week per head on top of those we have already. Somewhere to leave... There would be money freed up inside, of course. While there's are to come, we'd have to be paid for. Rogan, how much gold we got? Uh, there's there's a fair amount in the um in the the little chest we found. I guess it would depend on the time frame and how many kids. I know some of them aren't looking to to join a place like this maybe be on their own some of the older ones do we know I, I, i'm sure we can work it out izzy how many kids do you think would need to stay here how many would you need to to join this orphanage i expect we're looking at at least six of them dunker he's too old i think depends what the cutoff is here but he's closing in on his 17th birthday Asana doesn't get on so well with the other kids. I don't know if she'd be comfortable around this many others. One or two of the other older ones, I'd have to talk to them in person. But the youngest, there's at least six who are in no way able to put up for themselves properly. So you said a gold a week. Sally says, well, if there was those six, we'd be looking at six gold per week to cover the cost of their food and little bit of per diem for other things that arise. Rogan, you want to do math? I can't do math. So a year would be like... 100? 300 and something. Look, we used to have a lot of kids in here. Stuart, when you were visiting, there was probably close to 60 a couple of those winters. Oh, I remember. I just don't have the energy for that anymore. And I'm surprised you did back then. Well, you took your toll. It wasn't all me. I was good in comparison to Todd. Very well. Well, Todd didn't stick around for as long as you did. 
That said, I had a little more energy and a little more time. I'm sure we could cut that in, in half. Um, just haven't been sleeping like I used to. If you could, I don't know, buy me a little time here with the kids or find some way to help me get my sleep properly or do anything to help out around here. Do you need anything fixed? She holds her hands up. <laughs> <laughs> this building shouldn't be Don't open. Need a perception check to see it's in shambles. <laughs> the fact that Stuart lived here is the only reason this place hasn't been shut down, probably. It's not in great shape. Like, just skating above all the... Whatever laws the safety officers follow in town, this, pl this place is just hitting the baseline. I'm sure Bart wants it to fail, but Stuart's attached to it. <laughs> well, Oswald and I are... Up late, we don't sleep enough, and when we do, we're kept up by the racket of the kids. Anything you can do or think of to help, or anyone you can send here to, to help us I out was gonna say, cut down on the time. Perhaps an extra hand full-time would help, but obviously it'd be hard to find. It's the trouble. A lot of folks want to work for a pittance, deal with kids all day. Time for themselves. It's, it's a big ask. Well, kind of look at Izzy. Izzy? Don't look at me. I got, got enough issues in my own head. I shouldn't That's be teaching fair, anybody. Yeah, we got to go back to this, maybe. Well, I could stay for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think we can come up with something, but maybe we need to discuss how much money we want to put in versus other resources. Yeah, we could also look for a job to do freelance work here and maybe... Earn some extra cash, or I can. Yes, well, I think the least we could do is try and give a helping hand. I mean, I don't expect either of you, Drogan or Cliff, to, if you... But I, I feel like I'm obliged to help out the, the state of this, this orphanage a bit. Whether that's with my hands or with our purse. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of tied to these kids, so... I feel obligated to, but... Yes, of course, it's just a matter of, of how. I, I mean, like I said... So there's a fair amount of money in that lockbox. Just need to discuss what to do with it, and I don't know if that's a discussion for everyone. No, maybe it's a, in private later. Well, maybe I should... There's Oswald was... A, I, I considered him a dear friend when I lived here. Perhaps like Is he... Is Oswald around, Miss Sally? Oh, yeah. He's, he's out in one of the other rooms. He's trying to fix a leak. Of course. Perhaps we can go check in with him and see what's... Uh, Something immediate we could do to fix up the establishment. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I think you'll find them in the mess hall. Call her if you need anything. I better go check on the kids. Is it all right if uh, if the kids we have here kind of just feel the place out a bit? And I think Izzy's the only Izzy, one with you yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, just Izzy came with us? But she's uh, eager to take a look around. Um, all right. Sally, if it's all the same to you, well, maybe I can shadow you for a little bit and see what the kids are like and the facilities. Yeah, that'd be fine with me. Come along, little Izzy. Peer down the hallway. Izzy looks back and goes, I'll catch you up in a few. All right, I'll start leading the way to the, the mess hall and find Oswald. Hey, Stuart, is this kind of the only place like this in town? It's a big, big town. That's a good point. I'm sure there is something. Is there something else? There's other, there's other places in town. I think this one's unique because it's private like headmaster sally runs this place and owns the land everything else would be just like run by the local government essentially so she gets money from them to look after the kids until they turn 16 and then they have to be put out where it was at that age 
there's there's space for more kids here, but she no longer has like money or the energy to take care of them. Struggling, she's either sick or something's going on. Headmaster Sally seems great. I'd just be worried about adding more on her plate. No, of course. She's already overworked. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll find someone that is willing to help out around here full-time. That would certainly solve things. I'm, the, I'm the, the money is there. I, I think we could pay to have someone work here. Like I said, it's just a, a discussion for us to have. All right. Let's see what we can do immediately to, to help out. I feel, I feel like I should try something like that. Perhaps maybe I'm too attached to this place still, but I feel like I need to help. I mean, seems like a good place to have in the city. They need something like this. Even if it wasn't perfect living conditions, it's, they took me in when I had nothing, so. And the, and the fact that you still feel that way means it's probably a good place to leave them as opposed to with people we don't know. That's exactly how I feel. But probably not at the, at the sake of the headmistress, because without her, I imagine this place wouldn't do well. No, Oswald does his part, and the, the man is quite amazing, but he would be nothing without her, I'm sure. He's not the, I don't think he's the best with kids. Him and I got along great, but I was a little bit of an outcast when I was here. I bet everyone loved you. <laughs> He'll chuckle on himself and then start walking quietly. <laughs> or it's, yeah, wherever Oswald might be. You press through the doors into the mess hall. Large cafeteria-like room in the, basically right in the heart of the orphanage building. And you can see a pile of tools and pipes and some broken cracked mortar from a wall strewn across the floor partway. And with his head and shoulders partway into an enormous wall, hidden by the wall, you can see the lower half of an older man tinkering with something behind the masonry. Sorry for the intrusion, Oswald, but it would appear an old friend has stumbled through the doorway. He like staggers back and you hear a as he smashes his head on something, <laughs> comes oh, out dear. rubbing it. <laughs> Baldry, fuck me. <laughs> Spins around. Sorry, little one. Oh. Blimey, is that Stuart? Hi, Oswald. It's been a minute, hasn't it? He throws down his little crescent wrench and starts hobbling over to you across the destructed masonry and pipes and stuff. Really slips in a little puddle. You can see his, his, um, his limp's gotten worse with age, but otherwise he looks much the same as ever. Shock of white hair, gone mostly bald on the crown, and kind of visible liver spots on the top of his head. Throws an arm around you. Stuart, what's brought you back? Well, it would be more children, of course. <laughs> Always for the children. Great. <laughs> well, that amongst many other things. But uh, yes, we. I, I mean, it's obviously been a long time since I've seen it, you or the orphanage at all, but we... And encounter some problems down in Silverbend here. These are a couple of my friends I met along the way who have helped out. Um, it's a Drogon and Cliff. Addy. Hello. Fellas, this is Oswald. I, I owe this man my life, and I'll never say it enough. Howdy do. Welcome. But, um, yes, we, on the, on the trail of finding Cliff's lost cousin, we 
helped save a bunch of children from some some evil, evil that they were involved in. And now we're trying to find them a new home. Uh, we were talking with Sally about making it work here for them. There's about six that we need to kind of find somewhere to look after them. They're too young to fend for themselves. And I know you guys are overworked here and underpaid. And, well, this place has <laughs> seen better days. But can't be underpaid if you don't get paid at all. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds you, about right. Uh, you always had an eye for trouble. Glad it didn't get you into too much. Oh, it got me into plenty, unfortunately. I, I didn't have a good go this last round. <laughs> I've actually been in and out of jail twice now already. That's Jail? Yeah. You're supposed to keep your head down around them gods, Stuart. Yeah, I'm going to have to learn from the, the ghost of the, the Moonwald over here, Cliff. He's much better at staying out of the, the watchful eyes. Ghost of the Moonwald? He's some sort of wizard? Uh, of sorts. Pleasure to meet you, your majesty. And he a gives you a very leader. mocking bow. I'll give, like, a very mocking curtsy. <laughs> I like your style. So, I need to learn a thing or two about uh, being a bit more careful. See, so you're kind of like Stuart's adopted father. Oh, I don't know if I... I wouldn't go that far, but... No? no. Certainly looked out for him a time or two. Spent uh, a couple late nights... Burning the candles low, keeping them company. Day, royal pain in the ass. Truth be told, but turned out all right. I thought there were many other pains in the ass. That's fair. Oh, you weren't the biggest by far. Certainly had a lot of spunk. You had to put up with me for much longer than any of the other kids at the time as well. So I'm sure that caused a bit of a pain in your in your backside. Okay, it took me a long time to. You know, fly from the coop as well, so I get it. Well, there weren't many other places for me to turn, and when I had nowhere, Oswald was there. You're you're a good man, Oswald, so I'd I'd love to somehow repay the favors that you, you did for me. I I've told you many times I, I owe you my life, and if there's any a time to try and repay that debt, I I guess now would be one of them. Anything you need, just ask. Well, I'm doing all right here. Life's good. Kids are quiet. Most of the time, get paid enough to get by. Food's the same as it always was, but Sally ain't exactly putting a lot of work into her cooking. Say, best thing you could do to help around here would be to get her sorted. Been taking on more and more, and she's getting slower, and she doesn't seem to be sleeping much. Most nights I can hear her up pacing around, worrying over money and what's going on, and by the time morning comes around, she ain't. Ain't half what she was the night before. She used to look after 50, 60 kids here, no problem. But lately, it's like everyone's a burden. Hmm. Do you think it's just mostly stress that's getting the best of her? Or, or are you thinking maybe there's a, a health condition coming on? Well, you bloody old. Sure. <laughs> but, I don't know. She's like an oak. May ban, but she don't break. I think it's just the stress. A lot going on, and she sees kids come and go, and I think it's getting to her. There. It's a, it's a thankless job. There any big jobs that need fixing up? Last, uh, Drogon here is pretty handy, and I'm pretty good at getting into tight spaces that I shouldn't be able to get into, so. And high places. Yeah. I have just a thing for you. Here, take this. He's going to hand you one of his wrenches. Come with me. 
Yes, sir. Back to the wall where he was. And see, basically part way, part way through the wall, there's a pipe that's like sagging, and uh, the connect the piece that's connecting it basically is just come loose. Can't reach it or get to it. Yeah, it broke through the wall at the wrong spot. Didn't want to take down another length of wall, so I've been trying to reach <laughs> it. Uh, Sally won't be too happy, but if you can shimmy on through there, just give that a little crank for me. Yeah, no problem. No problem. You're going to slide through. The wall's a little slimy. Clearly, there's been a leak in here for quite some time. Gather that the, the wet spot on the floor is from him breaking the bottom of the wall in a small pool pouring out into the cafeteria. You're able to get in there and tighten it up. And the pipe closed as best as it can for a rusted old piece of crap. Yeah, I don't think Cliff would even ignore, like he wouldn't even be bothered by the sliminess or the wetness. Leans into it. Black home. Huh. Look at that. Handy little fella. Well, I'm sure he relished the moment of getting a little water on him, right? Oh, yeah. I'll have to take you down to the lake here after. I'd love it. Well, far as jobs around here go, it's just, it's a lot of this. Just taking care of things that aren't working properly. The big job would be burning this place to the ground, getting a new one. <laughs> but uh, Sally ain't going for that. That's a lot. That's a lot to take on. Well, if there's not much more we can help out with around here, then perhaps it would be a, an investment of sorts we'll look into, but... I think we need to figure out uh, all possible options for these kids. We're obviously inclined to find them a safe home, whether it's here or somewhere else. Well, look, money or no, there'll always be a place here for kids that need it. They may huff and puff, but if they show up, she ain't going to turn them away. No, I know, but I don't want it to come at the expense of having this whole place fall apart with too much stress on her. Well, we'll figure it out if need be. Anything you can do to help, she'll take it. She just won't ask for it. You know how she is. Some things never change. But speaking of things changing, well, well, we've got you. How how is the how are things around the city been lately? Have you have you noticed a a change of much, or have you not really been out of the orphanage much lately? Oh, I don't notice much in the city. Most of my time's tangled up here. One time I get for myself is a couple of drinks before bed. See those shiny new boys walking around town. They were quite making quite a hubbub for a while. Bell suits, yes. Yeah, people seem to love them. Folks feel safer. Don't know that I care too much, but they look awful pricey. So, gotta be good for something, right? Time will tell on that one. Heard there's a new March Lord coming in as well. The old bastard had some spunk in him after all, eh? He sure did. <laughs> we, we we got to witness some of that spunk, actually. The, the three of us were in attendance at the gala the night of that announcement. Yikes! Bunked all over it. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been something else. <laughs> That's one word for it, yes. <laughs> been rubbing shoulders with nobles. Not too shabby. He was a little buck wild, yeah. We might have rubbed some wrong shoulders as well. <laughs> The whole place went up in flame at one point. Well, they are a prickly bunch. Sure they don't remember. Well, we'll see. I think I'm wanted in Silverbend, perhaps wider. We'll... Time will also tell on that one. 
Well, you always got a place here if you need to hide. I can steal you up in the wall. No one will find you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the offer, Oswald. It's but nicer than it, it looks. Yeah, no, maybe. A, no, I'm sure my place I have is fine. The closest just- this place will ever get to fumigation. <laughs> Blast these walls down. But, yeah. I expect you've had enough of this place for one lifetime. That's, you, you couldn't be more right. I, as much as I loved everything that Sally and you did for me, it's but another chapter in my life. I feel, I feel like I should be the one offering you help. That's, that's why we're here. I don't, don't need a place to stay. If anything, I'd like to help you have a better place for to stay. Eh, I'm happy. Kids need anything more than I do. Well, you're putting in good work, Oswald. Perhaps I'll see you around soon. I feel like we should uh, attend to some other needs of the kids here. And who knows? Maybe they'll be staying here. Maybe they won't. But I'll make sure to stop by one more time. Don't be a stranger. You know where to find me. I'll be here somewhere. All right. Take care, Oswald. You as well. Nice to meet you, fellas. Keep nice this fellas. Uh, keep Stuart's head down, right? Pretty face like that. He shouldn't be in prison. I'm my best. That <laughs> runs in the family. All right, maybe we'll head back to meet up with Busy and Sally, I guess. Not sure what else really to, to do around here. Rendezvous with them back outside. They're just chatting. They seem to be getting along quite well out in front of the orphanage. You guys approach Sally, shake hands, and you're a kind, soft word. How was that? I think it went pretty well. Sally knows her stuff, that's for sure. It seemed to be very well cared for. All, they're all learning small things. A couple of them are learning to fish. Some are sewing nets. and They get on well. Lots of good friends. So, certainly feel comfortable with the kids being here, if that's where they're going. Okay. That's good, yeah. I... I- Got to sort out the the money thing. Yeah. Unless there's anything else that would help the headmistress out. Like they said, it sounds like she's overworked and stressed. Maybe there, maybe there's something more going on. I'm, I might try chatting with her one more time and inquire further, but uh, at least money would help most of the way, of course. We got a bit, and uh, like I said, we can pick up some sort of freelance gig and try to earn a little more money. It's a big oh, city. Even if we have enough to put them up for, say, like, I don't know, a few months for now, we could try and stop back in with some more money later. And- yeah. The reality, I, I, I think we could just drop the money and walk away. I, I just don't know if maybe there's more we can do. That's what I'm, she, that's what I'm thinking. Oswald said she won't ask for it, and even money, I mean... If she's not used to having it, she might not want to spend it. So, I mean, two things came to my mind. It was one in going out and actually hiring someone to to work here. If we do it, then she'd have no choice to to accept some assistance. Or perhaps, I I doubt they'd want to tear the whole thing down, but I I bet the money we have could definitely make some serious improvements. But I think you you probably know her and this place better, so... Well, I mean, knew her, I'd say. I knew her as a kid. I haven't been here since 
well, aside from stopping by from time to time in my older age as the safety officer, I, I only knew them as a, yeah, as a child. So perhaps it's time to have a more adult conversation with her. Maybe a private one. I'm not sure how she'd feel amongst others to open up about something. Of course. Yeah, no problem. How about let me just dip on in for a quick conversation? Me? Sure. Maybe, can I ask if, if I can look around? Maybe I'll just see if there's anything that sticks out. Sure. Any I, way that we can improve things. Sure, let's have one more conversation with her as a group, and then I'll try to have a more heart-to-heart with her. If I can. Yeah, let's approach Sally. Sally, one more time. Standing awkwardly off to the side, <laughs> off to the side <laughs> of you guys like chat. Oh, right, of course, right there. Um, Drogon here is wondering if he could just have a bit more of a look around and see if there's anything he could tinker with and fix up. He's definitely the most skilled craftsman I know. Yeah, be my guest. The anywhere you like, just when the kids are sleeping, just knock before you go inside any of the rooms. I guess. Great. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll be respectful and careful down by the water if you go down there. It's sometimes a pretty severe undercurrent. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Wasn't planning on swimming just yet, but. Uh, so I will, yeah, I'm going to go try and like just poke around and inspect the, the building and the basic the facilities and see if there's any like huge major <laughs> red flags. Or- sure. Yeah. Give an investigation check. One plus seven plays perfect. Eight. Can I give him help action? Sure. I'll just like walk around with him. And <laughs> what about that hole in the? <laughs> I always forget guidance. Not that it would have helped on it, but <laughs> fourteen. It's much like Oswald told you guys. The place. It's an old, rundown building that's been patched together time and time again. Pretty much everywhere that you can see has some sort of attention at some point. These new windows in old frames. There's like brickwork that's been redone that's surrounded by other bricks that are on the verge of falling apart. It's held together with band-aids. Everything's functioning. It's literally like you would have to start tear it down and start over. Yeah, There's you'd have to tear it down or like redo a whole wing yeah. or build onto it sort of thing. Yeah. Is there space? Do they have more like physical? Yeah, there's land. Land. It's, it's a decent little plot. It's surrounded by... It looks like it was on the outskirts of town and Lake March grew around it. And it's kind of in a dingier part of town down by Waterside here. Like there's more, there's like literal waddle and dot, like mud and stick huts visible from here <laughs> as in addition to like actual homes. This whole area is bordering slum, a combo of everything down here. Some large properties, small ones. Uh, is there buildings that like butt right up against it? Um, I don't think right up against the orphanage. I think it's got a, a little like garden and a plot of land that's just badly cared for. Okay. I'll like probably wander through the garden and just use my druid craft to like spruce it up, make it look a little nicer. Yeah, I don't think it takes much. I think this place just like Oswald does not have a green thumb and Sally doesn't take care of it. It takes very little effort from you to just cultivate some actual color and some flowers get the garden looking nice all the stuff's there for it just not properly cared for easy give me a hand yeah she'll get to work with you i'm assuming she has similar yeah, absolutely magic, so you guys are able to bring like a little vegetable garden back to life 
sprouting teeny little peas and carrots. How how strong is that? Uh, can you make some longer vines or maybe together over time? I don't try my best. What do you need? Uh, there's a tree here. I was thinking we could make a little swing. I mean, I, could I look do, for some rope. I do have rope. We can <laughs> okay. just use my rope. Sure, let's do that. I trust it a just little bit in my magic. <laughs> you guys get to work crafting a swing, garden swing. Sure. Fun. You're inside with Headmistress Sally? Yeah, I'll approach Sally and. Um, I think she just sits down on a bench somewhere out front. Then I'll sit with her. And, you know, Sally, and I know break. I've. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll, I'll get on that. I'll use mending on the bench. <laughs> That's the best I can. You know, happens Sally, all the time. I, I'm not surprised. Look, I, I know that things have been tough here, and I'm sure the, the visits that I've had to do in my time as a safety officer haven't been great, but I, I promise you I've done everything I can to make sure this place stays standing, even if the government looks on it otherwise. Uh, but, everything uh, you told us was on the money. It was only weeks after we ignored it that stuff started breaking in that spot. So, probably a good thing you came by. Yes. Well, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm sure they would have liked to completely tear down this place, and I, I did try to do my recommendations to keep it standing. Well, I'm we're still here, best. so something went right. Well, I'm, and I want to continue to try and do that, but I, I can't help but notice you're overly stressed, and I I feel like in my time, we were we were a lot more of a handful back in my heyday. There was just that many more kids, and you seem to manage it better than you are now. And is, there, is there anything else going on that you haven't shared with us? Is, is the government trying to push to close it all down completely or something? Oh, they'd love it if I wasn't here, but there's plenty of private land around here. Not like anyone's trying to push me out. The orphanage was gone. I'm sure it'd be replaced with something shiny within a few weeks, but no one's that nasty. No one's nasty enough to take this place out while there's kids here. I would hope not. But, I mean, it certainly things seems like the times are changing of sorts, and I know my time down in Silverbend, the, the government was in a whole political uprest, and, well, who knows, maybe the same will be happening here, and you never know what they might do here. Perhaps, but... They've been all right so far, though? They've been fine, even if they weren't. There ain't nothing I'm doing about it. Got one job here, and that's looking after these kids. Not going to any government buildings, you know? I'm not going to Castle Dawn again and speaking to the March Lord about this stuff. That they'd care. So there's, there's nothing else going on that's bringing a, a stress to the, the conditions of the home here. I'll be honest with you. I've known you a long time. Maybe not recently. I'm feckin' old. <laughs> Been looking after kids for 40 years. It's me and Oswald. Sleep like I used to. Money's tight. And that's all it is. That's understandable. You've taken on a, a heavy workload that no one else could match. Expected that it would take its toll. Yeah. I'm hoping I have to do it till the dad drop dead and permanently scar some of those kids trying to give them their <laughs> mathematics lessons. But <laughs> that you would. That's how I want to go. You know, if you die doing what you love, you died well. Suppose that's right. 
Well, not certain as of yet the the way that we can help, but I hope that I can. Anything you can do, I'd be so appreciative of. And if you can't, so glad to see you again. I know you'll find those kids a good place if they can't come here. So don't worry yourself too much. Take it from me. Take a little weight off your own shoulders. All right, if you insist. Well, perhaps we'll see you soon. I'll I'll have an answer for you on what we can do. I'll I'll come up with something. Sounds good. Gonna take a little nap <laughs> on this bench. Like leans, her, <laughs> leans her head to the side. Starts dozing. I'll try and like us lay her down and make her comfortable on the <laughs> the bench. Bench <laughs> <laughs> cracks it, but like supports her head in a nice way. And try to mend it again. It, just, it won't budge this time. Turns it into like a permanently curved bench. <laughs> Terrific for the back when you lay down. All right, I'll leave her to her her nap time and go find the fellas wherever they are. Find them in the back. Is he sitting on the swing? Higher. Come on, Cliff, push me higher. You can do better than that. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna get a run and start at it, and I'm gonna use. I'm gonna hold on and use my own momentum to swing it. Okay, make an athletics check. Fourteen. Is he just about goes flying out of the saddle of the swing to a nearby pond? She like staggers up to the lip of it and goes, "Okay, Cliff. Okay, I see you." She in the pond? No, near nearby. Well. That didn't break with that. I think the kids will be safe on it. What's that? What's what? And I'll give her a little boot into the pond. Okay, <laughs> make a, uh, an athletics check again. She got 13. 18. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. She goes back. With a big splash. You're too gullible. Comes up covered in mud and sopping wet. What the hell? Give me a hand up. No. All right. <laughs> she climbs I know up. that trick. I guess fool you once. All right, fellas. Well, if we're going to make this home for the kids. We're probably going to have to, like you said, come up with a payment or someone to help fill in. But uh, let's discuss that more a bit later. I yeah, think, yeah, I, I mean, think we have other things to do. We could have a look around, see if something sparks our interest, or I don't know, maybe the stars will align. We've got options for sure. This place seems like it be great again. Let's make it great again. I'll get his hats. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Let's let's leave. I'm wearing on my welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Maybe as we're leaving, we'll discuss the guys. So I guess we don't need to make a decision immediately. We can House the kids at the church for another day or two, but uh, I think they said they could stay there for a couple weeks at least till yeah. it starts getting cold. Said until or? the weather starts to turn. Yeah, welcome there. All right, so we don't need to rush it. So let's just keep our eyes out about possible people that might be willing to help out there. And if not, then if you guys are willing to, I'd like to put some money towards the place. But um, said definitely something to talk. There's. There's not an insignificant amount of money in here. Good to know. So, we can do something big with it. It was stolen. We can't return it to whoever it was taken from. Nope, we might as well give it to something good. We can do something good with it. Absolutely. We'll think on it. There's space there. 
that building, like Oswald said, is is fine. Everything's functioning, but there's not much you could do without doing some pretty serious work. Perhaps, like he said, tearing it down. But yeah, a brand new building would be better. But... Could rebuild sections of it. Some space there, you could put in an, another building, maybe. You'd definitely need some help for Sally to look after things. I think a lot is possible with what's in this box. Just got to think on it. I mean, I don't need... I I took what I need, so I'm good giving whatever my share is to the orphanage. I would probably do the same. I'm not one for material possessions. Just necessities. And I have most that I need. Except something to cover this old noggin, so perhaps I'll look into that first. Fair. Look at that fella. He bonked his head and didn't have a helmet. It happens so often. Nobody considers how important the brain is. Gotta keep it healthy. Wise. Well, maybe we should go do some shopping, get that stuff out of the way for ourselves. You you wanted to, Cliff, visit the Penelope's shop, right? Uh, Yeah, I'd like to. Pick a, oh. Now I'm good. <laughs> well, if you need some money, I'm sure we could take a little bit of well, We'll the- see how much things cost. We gotta look after ourselves as well, right? Yeah, I mean, we did save her. Maybe she'll uh, give us something for free. That's true. All right. Well, should we go on a little shopping spree for this afternoon? (laughs) (laughs) Poignant. Poignant. (laughs) Nothing but necessities. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. All right. You know what? I got a good idea how we can clear our heads and how we can earn some money for those kids. Let's just, spend. you know, spend some money, <laughs> spoil ourselves, and maybe relax. Spa day. Finish the night off at the bar, blow a, blow a bunch. Spend money, make money, baby. Put it all on black. <laughs> yeah, remember when we gambled? That went great. <laughs> but yeah, we can pop in there. You want to get your helmet? You've been you've been talking about it for. I've like, been talking about it for way too long. Literally I since I met you. Yes, and I keep f- f- terrible memory. It just comes and goes. Some days I have it, some days I don't. Because you keep getting your head hit. That's exactly, and I need to cover it up. So <laughs> perhaps we'll visit a couple of shops. Like I said, just a necessity. And I mean, I have a bit of my own money I could put towards it. So yeah, sure. Uh, are, are we anywhere near her shop? Like where she said I. I don't know where her shop was. You guys are kind of on the like the out, in the right not, direction. You know, right? on the outskirts of town, per se. Tree ants and solvents. Yeah, yeah. You need to find tree ants and solvents. Um, she is in the canalways. In the canalways, yeah. So yes. yeah, she's pretty much like Which right, really right in the middle us. of the city. Not close to us. You guys are in Lakeside, and then the canalways are oh, kind yeah, of there's basically three sections. Lakeside is everything <laughs> touching the water. And the canalways are everything pretty much the main center of the city. And then Upridge is where the slope with all the rich home, pretty much where all the residential areas. And city center is just a section of the canalways where all the main infrastructural buildings are, are set. Well, so she's basically just in the heart of town. Yeah. Somewhere. The, the church is back that way too. So we'd be going in that Yeah. Direction. Most of the stuff in Lakeside here is just homes and things like that as well. Does did this orphanage have a name? Just an old one building. Yes, it has a name. Waterside Orphanage. Uh, as we're like walking through town, can I keep an eye out for like any like 
wanted posters, bulletin boards with like job listings or anything like that. And is is the plan then back through town looking for tree ants and soul ants? Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, fine by me. Yep. Uh, yep. You guys, yeah, you, you cruise back in from Lakeside. This is your... I mean, you're, you've been in and out of town today a couple times, but this is your first time going through really during the heart of the day. And before, it's a very different place than Silverbend. Yeah, it's moving through. Even just in the last couple hours, the city is filled with new sights and sounds. The whistle of the train, the smoke of thousands of chimneys hanging over the city. Buildings old and new pressed tightly together. As you make your way into the canalways, some of these buildings are tall, old, like towering structures of four or more stories high, leaning dangerously towards one another while others are just small cramped spaces built over little shop fronts fighting for space in the crowded lanes where people are shopping. And the canals cut through at seemingly random angles. You guys see little river boats going by carrying people, small gondolas being used to transport goods from one side of the town to another. And through it all are these stone bridges you have to stop across where all the traffic is bottlenecked for two or three minutes at a time. Whenever that happens, you get a chance to look around and scan the nearby areas. And yeah, eventually you find yourself standing outside one of the bridges, waiting for your chance to cross, and you can see across the waterway a small sign that says Treants and Solvents with a stylistically painted, clearly hand-painted sign of a treant mixing something in a bubbling cauldron. Cool. Go check it out. Walk on in. Step inside to one of these very small crowded shops. Up, Pressed up against it on either side are other buildings. There's like a bakery on one side and someone's private residence next door. With barely enough space for a front door to lead up into the higher level. You guys move through the front door of Penelope's shop. And you find yourself in a very classic looking chemistry lab slash alchemical storefront. There are strange smells in the air. You can, there's like a scent of incense trying to cover whatever weird potion mixes are being brewed in the back. The whole place is cluttered, but it's organized to some degree as well. There's herbs drying, hanging from the ceiling. There's strange like bits of creatures. Some of them look monstrous. Some of them look fairly mundane and ordinary. Hanging to the wall in places on display and others clearly just being stored. And there's numerous potions and drafts and alchemical supplies all over the place and you guys see darting around kind of haphazardly three small fluttering creatures she wants to give me a nature check to try and identify these i'll say cliff with advantage the hell not uh 17. oh two <laughs> you don't have a clue Eight. So Stuart and Drogon, perhaps appropriately, don't quite know what these are, but Cliff, you immediately recognize these as sprites. Small, fey creatures that are renowned for having courageous hearts despite their small size and being fairly accomplished warriors as well, despite their small size. There's pixies and sprites, and of the two, pixies are considered like lazy, annoying tricksters, and sprites are like the hardworking backbone of the lower class of the fey at times. 
Um, you can see them all flittering around at a super speed. One of them's carrying what looks like a large desiccated finger on its back of some large creature. The other has a ladle, like a large wooden ladle that's dripping some sort of liquid. And the third is just shooing after them with a small broom, trying to clean up whatever mess they leave behind. And as the door closes with a slam behind you guys, they all freeze and to look in your direction. The one with the broom ushers the others and moves in front of him. Goes, Welcome to Solvents and Treants. The other slaps him with the giant finger. In common? Treants and Solvents. Yes, in common. We mean you no harm. <laughs> Nor do we to you. Are you here to shop? Uh, y- maybe. We're, we're friends with Penelope. Oh, why did you say so? I just did. Righto. Penelope! Penelope! One of them shoots off into the back at a fast pace, and you hear a bang and a shriek of a familiar voice, <laughs> and Penelope comes scampering out wearing an enormous, very badly stained apron covering up same road clothes you saw her in yesterday it looks like she hasn't changed she looks pretty exhausted maybe pulled an all-nighter she's wiping her hands off on her apron what do you want is there someone oh friends didn't expect to see you so soon what brings you to my humble shop oh we just thought we'd check in say hello well hello hello met my friends this is pin pawn and pan oh hello um, pin, pin, hello. pin pan and pawn Pin, pawn, pen? They all three bow in unison. Pleasure to meet you. Welcome to our shop. LP swats at them in the air. This is my shop. They just happen to work here. And they're not too bad at mixing potions. Fair enough. Smells just like home. I love it. Well, stay as long as you like with compliments like that. Well, what can I help you find? Or what can I brew up for you? I'll try to get comfy then if you say like as long as I want. Take a seat. Pin Pan and Pawn come over with like a water pitcher and a little glass for you. Terrific. One holds the glass, two hold the pitcher, and they slowly <laughs> pour this like giant stream of water down in front of you. I used to watch my, my auntie, uh, you know, brew things up. Uh, so I got a like, you know, a basic knowledge of alchemist tools. Oh, is that so? A burgeoning alchemist in my shop. Sure. What a treat. If uh, I just thought, you know, might come in handy to carry some around on our adventures, seeing as we keep stumbling on weird shit. Looking for a way to brew your own potions, treat your own medicines, that sort of thing? Yeah, I thought we well, thinking about it. Ooh. Mess around, you know. I could whip you up something. We've got plenty of spare supplies, beakers, a little cauldron motor and pestle and the like, and got a few extra solvents and such laying around. I could... I could mix you up a few scruples. Yeah, if it's not too pricey. Oh, it wouldn't take too much time. Um, for a friend, we could make it as cheap as possible. Pin, get off your ass. Right away, mistress. He goes, and buzzes back off into the back. One alchemist kit coming up. Like a breaking of glass. That was Pawn. <laughs> clearly still pouring water for Stuart up front. Takes her head. Well... Are you settling in in Lake March? First visit for the two of you, am I right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, big, for sure. Yes, and we've been fairly busy so far. So. Big. The longer you walk around this place, the more streets and corners you'll find, so try and stick to the familiar ones when you can. Even me, growing up here, there's so uh, many unfamiliar streets. Easy place to get lost. But you might find something cool. Like this shop? 
Exactly. Lots of folks come stumbling in here asking for directions, and they stay for my charms and the smell. Well, you know what they say. First part of an adventure is getting a little lost. That they do. That they do. Since you got lost and came to my shop, what else can I help you with? I mean, that was it. I was just, you know, thought I'd check in and see how you're doing. Make sure you're you're all sorted and pick up some of these supplies for myself. I'm sorted. Just trying to catch up with a week's worth of orders. These folks didn't do much here the last few days. The moon was high in the sky, and apparently they took that as their chance to goof off. Falls into the back. <laughs> On and Pan, who are still out front, look a little disheartened at that. That's what you get for hiring cheap manual labor, I suppose. Where'd you find them? Oh, they, uh, accidentally crossed over here into Lake March about three years ago. Is that right, boys? Six. Six years we've been here. Indentured servitude is what it is. Yeah. (laughs) They choose to be here because they don't want to go home. That's fair. They crossed over during one of the big fairy moons, I guess, six years ago, and that was shortly before they started putting the fey knots up around town with the old wall and well, it got harder for them to get in and out of the city, so they thought they'd make a permanent home here and work with me. Oh, right, right. I've, I noticed all those everywhere. Yeah, there's a, a real big one going in now with the new curtain wall they're putting up. In here, I was checking it out the other day. That uh, it's mighty strong. I expect there won't be a whole lot of passing in and out of the city come the next few ferry moons. All there for, just to, for the fairy moon, keep things out? Yeah, it's like, like an enormous ward around the city. Stops anything that's not supposed to from coming through the walls, or in these three's case, from getting out of them. There's wards around right now, but when the moon's full, fairy presence is too strong to really hold anything but the biggest ones at bay. No little guys like this can travel around freely, getting up to no good, like they were this past week. Hey, you little pim pam pong, you know uh, someone named Mr. Kogani? Ooh, right. Make a... Uh, make, make a charisma check for me. Or, so you make a charisma check and one of you would like to make an insight check. Hell yeah. Nine. Pawn and Pan, who are both still up front, they, they look at each other and just go, Nope, never heard of them. 20, dirty 20 on the yeah. inside. Definitely heard of them. Clearly dissembling. Oh, well. Hopefully he didn't get too waylaid by those knots. Seemed like a nice feller. Wait, you saw Mr. Kogani? I thought you said you didn't know him. <laughs> Swats him in the back of the head with a giant desiccated finger. Idiot. They definitely. Oh uh, yeah, him. he hitched a ride on our train. What was he like? Uh, quiet. Yeah, kept to himself, but very, very polite. Yeah, had an air of um importance, strangeness. But I mean, that's just fate. It is hard yeah. to pin down wind, you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah. A good point. Well, somehow oh, yeah, he, he was some sort together. of autumn. He kind of blew in with some wind. I think he, like, was the wind and gathered it almost. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, was. He is the wind. Oh. oh, that's neat. The west wind of the Feywild. Pretty much famous. Oh. Do you know what he's doing around these parts? Yeah, what sort of business do you have here? Oh, I, I wish I did. He was a little aloof. 
But, you know, we're strangers, so. Well, you know where he went in town? Would love to meet him. Maybe we can get an autograph. That uh, would be cool. No, he just, he had some, uh, some friend he visits from time to time, so. We didn't follow him, so I'm not quite sure where that might have taken him off to. If you had any inkling of uh, an idea around town where other fake creatures might go, that might be where he's headed. Oh, they're all over. Any of them looking for work? <laughs> Doubtful. They don't do work the same way you do. That's fair. Thought I'd try. We're just here because Penelope brews a mean potion and she feeds us well. And, well, we do like the money, but we just kind of, that's just a bonus. Not why we're here. Well, why are you then? Because she feeds us well and no. good company <laughs> and brews potions. But that's not why we're here. <laughs> why don't you want to go home? Well, place is new. Traveled here together, planned to spend a little time, and kind of fell in love with the city. So different. Everyone's so loud, organized, self-conscious. Makes for a lot of fun. We're not even pixies. Lots of fun to be had here. And, you know, we originally came here with a little more of a plan, but uh, nothing really came of it. We were supposed to... Uh, Take a look at those fey knots on the inside, see how they were made, and then never really did much of that because it just sucks being around them. Make your tummy a little queasy? Yeah, it's like being kicked between the legs, but all over. Uh-huh, uh-huh. A ringing headache that don't go away for days. Uh, well, Penelope, um... What else do you do here? You just did anything by request, or do you have wares that you keep? Oh, we make lots by request. We take a few orders for locals. Um, going to brew an ale or two in my time, and some some hardier spirits. But Pin's probably the best for that. He he knows how to throw a party. That guy. And we make lots of potions and serve the adventurers. The Federation soldiers come by now and again, purchase healing potions and the like. Occasionally, catch wind of. You more fun magical trinkets, and when I can afford to, I try and keep the place stocked with, with goodies. You got anything kind of interesting? Well, plenty of potions if you want to take a look. Sure. He uh, pulls you guys over to the main counter, which actually has a little glass display case, and avails you of the few potions she has available behind the counter. Well... Now, this one here, and she'll go, shows you guys, she's got some basic potions of healing and greater healing, one potion of superior healing, the potion of water breathing, potion of growth, potion of stone giant strength, and this is some pawn whipped up on his own. Well, Pan helped him allegedly, but I can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out a little brass ring, calls it a ring of tracking. Used to get me to wear it when I'd go out in the woods, but... Stopped wearing it because it gets awful hot in the night. But once you tune to it, she kind of flips it on her finger and it lands on the glass. You always know its location at all times. So they could find me if I got lost. And, uh, well, they gave me hell for not wearing it this time. But it all worked out because you found me. So figured, hey, maybe someone else can find a use for it. I told you. Venture starts with getting lost. Yeah. Other than that. 
whatever else you need. I can whip you up, uh, you know, poisons and the like. You business with a few of the, uh, a little bit of the underbelly here from time to time. I don't do anything that'll kill, but help folks go to sleep. Maybe give them a little tummy ache or a really big tummy ache. Will help. Stuff to help them sleep. Rich ladies will come through when they need to get a good night's rest from time to time. You know, even had a fella come through about two years ago asking to identify a bunch of different poisons for him and try and cook up some antidotes and the sprites. They're real good with that stuff. So, made a hefty penny. Nice. But anything you imbibe, I can make it work. Can you throw in a little bit of, you know, some stuff to mess with poisons too? With that alchemy kit? What kind of stuff are you talking about? I mean, I got lots of poison to uh, go around. Be nice to, you know, maybe do something with it. Weaponize, if you will. Yeah, I catch your drift. Think we could whip something up, of course. Of course. Got just a thing for you. Um, and she comes back out. Got a, a moment or two by yourself. She comes up about a minute later. The small, like, worn book. The pages look like they've been rifled through a lot and they're very clearly like written ages and ages ago. And the cover, you can tell at a glance, has been replaced with something that's definitely not. There's uh, Belinda's Guide to Baking on the front mm-hmm. and she flips open past the first few pages and there's very clear cut recipes for basic poisons. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm also proficient with the poisoner's kits, but can I use the stuff from the alchemy to do that stuff or is it very specific i don't actually know mechanically what the difference between the poisoner's kit and the alchemist supplies would be i expect the poisoner's kit allows you to actually make them and the alchemist would probably be more for um actual potions and the like but yeah poisoner's kit is just to craft poison so yeah in that case i would say yeah, you would need the, a poisoner's kit. So she could find you something like that if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, just piece together. Yeah, so she'll leave you the book and, and gather some more things for that. Similar stuff to the alchemist supplies, I think. And then probably, it's, pro- it's probably a little more technical in terms of like the safety gear, at least the way she does it. Like regular alchemy, if it blows up in your face, just as likely to turn into a plant as you are to get hurt. But poison you get the wrong stuff on your skin and you don't wake up the next day so make sure you wear gloves um some of these poison doesn't really fix me to be fair oh well i'll hang on to these then fellas (laughs) (laughs) office the goggles to you Stuart pulls out his own very well you look like you got three or four pairs in that pack of yours already so we'll hang on set yeah so she'll set you up with a poisonous kit as well she sends the sprites to the back to pick up a few special bits that you can combine and use goes brief, briefly over how to mix stuff what can and can't go together and how to distinguish kind of between sleeping draft and stuff you could actually coat that will be effective when it's dry what was the book called again sorry i just want to type it in belinda's uh belinda's guide to baking you you mentioned you, you make something or um some of the rich folk to have a good sleep. Yeah. And stuff like that. Now and again, a little sleeping draft. Um, that's something you have on hand or we need to order? Uh, not on hand at the moment, but 
I've got some on order already. Wouldn't be too much to double the efforts and make another flask. Think of something for Mr. Sally? I think, depending on what it takes, uh, even even a nice gesture, even if it's just one night of sleep. I was thinking the same thing. Can do a lot for a woman or man. Um, yeah. Could we put some put to put us down for some and absolutely. We'll come back and get it when when it's here. Sure. I should have some ready for you tomorrow. In that case, I've got the order due. So, be up tonight working on it. Uh, on the house. Least I could do for you guys. And how much for this stuff? And I just got like a big pile of like beakers. So, the two kits? Yeah. You got a reusable bag she's giving. Yeah, she'll charge you, we'll say 60 gold for the two together. Okay, dragon keep. <laughs> Another five silver for the bag. Uh, Yes, of course. Um. I transfer some funds on your phone <laughs> real quick. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll I'll just pay. How's is is he here with us, or does she go back to the church? She, that's up to you. What do you guys think you brought with you? Or, or uh, yeah, I would just brought her along. Like, yeah, then she's she's with you in that case. Um, what it, is she? How's she reacting to this place? I think she's probably digging it. Nice. Uh, I mean, she met Penelope when you guys did as well. That's right? true. Yeah, nothing, I just nothing like out she's, of the ordinary here to her. She probably recognized the sprites in time with you. At the start, but doesn't have any actual reason to be here, so yeah. then you do your thing. Just in terms of like kind of reminding me of home. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think she seems too uncomfortable. Oh, okay. you probably see her looking at some stuff that that you recognize directly from the Moonwald. You kind of like you can almost see her eyes purposely glaze over it, like she's making it more obvious that she's not looking at certain things. Alchemist supplies, poisoner's kit to Cliff, sleeping draft in the books to be ordered. Or purchase anything else while you're here? Or does that conclude business? I'm good. Unless you use one, anything. I think fine for now. When we come back. But yeah, I'll wait until we come back and get the other stuff. For sure. Good. Just making some notes in his Cliff notes. I'll be open late. Need to chat at all? Are you just looking for something to do? Come on by tonight. Sure, yeah. Oh, well. Right. Perhaps. I got, I'm going to lean in. I uh, nicked one of them bottles of champagne from first class, so maybe we could uh, celebrate reaching town together. Okay, that sounds perfect. Don't let Penn see. Like I said, that likes to party. I mean... I kind of want to see him bark. <laughs> <laughs> you put that whole bottle away, and I don't understand how it's possible. You're not really selling me on not doing it. I'm going to be honest with you. Okay, well, I'll... Uh, Pen, oh. you like champagne? Love it. Got some back here in my still. My man. You know, in Lake March, we can't call it champagne, but uh, fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes exactly the same. Why can't you call it champagne? Apparently, you can only call that where it was uh, originally brewed in the Feywild. But what do I know? Oh, you. All right. Well, maybe we'll see you later then. Sounds good. We'll keep the lights on. All right. All right. Well, yeah. See you tomorrow. Come by any time if you don't tonight, and I'll have the uh, sleeping draft for you. Oh, and uh, if you hear any, you know, anybody who needs some uh, specialist work done, you know. And I'll like do finger guns in the air. Uh, 
we're, we've been looking for, to make some gold while we're here. You know? Uh, help out some orphans and all that. Okay. Uh, well, like I said, I get all sorts through. Sometimes they've, they've got work for me. Most of the time it's alchemical work, but you hear things. Sort of work you looking for. I'm good at shooting things. And that's kind of where my skills have run out. All right. <laughs> I'm sneaky, too. What two great skills to have in a city like this. Yeah. I mean, if you ever need someone to sneak into the woods or the swamp and find you some weird supplies, you know, I'm your man. I just might. Moonwald's got all sorts of goodies. Yeah, I've got, uh, you know, my connections, too, so, uh, Link. Interesting. I'll give you a list. Sure, yeah. Keep my ears open for any work. Thank you, appreciate it. We should, uh, maybe we should get back, check in on the kids. Let's see, what do you guys, anything else you guys want to do? Stuart's humming and hawing about the helmet again. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, we gotta go by. All right. No, we should probably go back nope, to the kids. No, let's get you a helmet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I should probably stop putting it on. Pim Pam Pon, nice to meet you. Pleasure. See you guys tonight. We'll roll out the party blanket. Oh, shoot. Oh, this is a legit thing. No idea what that uh, is, but I want to know. <laughs> As you guys are walking out, you hear Pan go, we don't have a party blanket. Now we got to go get a party when the door closes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, sure. Let's commit. Let's go find a shop to purchase armor and uh, helmets to be specifically for Stuart. Protect the old chrome dome. Maybe along the way, casually chat to Izzy. Um, Izzy, um, we were we were chatting amongst ourselves. To, um, perhaps using your mirror one more time. Perhaps later tonight. I know Drogon had an idea of someone we want potentially look at. Well, all right. I, I don't see why not. I I don't use it much, anyways. Who are you looking for? If it's my business, you just let me know, but curious. Oh, I'm, I guess we, we can share. We're, of course, yeah. She's she's part of the crew. Yeah, I mean, and you knew of this person much better than we did, and I think that's why we want, but the, the, the Samuel Slake fella, Rogan thought it'd be a good idea to scry on him, seeing how we dealt with Farian, and we don't really know what's happened with him since. Can't say, uh, Relish the idea of knowing what he's up to in his spare time, but back to knowing where your potential enemy is at is better than not. Yeah, if that's what you want it for, it's it's all yours. I'm certainly curious, but if you're uncomfortable looking at him, then we can we can do it without your seeing it. Well, you want me to do it for you? Well, our understanding is works better the more contact you've had with them and bigger. Probably more than us. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that for you. A good idea. He's in Silverband poking around them warehouses, then we'll know that he's about to be real upset. And if he's somewhere else, then know that as well. Really nothing to lose, is there? I don't think so. But I'd like to cover bases. Yeah, that's what we thought. Maybe give us an idea of What's going on? You do find him. What are your plans? He seemed like a bad fellow, so 
I'd like to be rid of him once and for all. I don't know. I, I, it feels like a little unfinished. We're worried what he's up to now that Yan's gone. And, and to be honest, without her, we sort of lost the thread. So maybe we can find it again. As long as you don't bring any danger back towards those kids, I support whatever you want to do. Right, of course. Yeah, we'll we would. We would never be careful. Mostly just curiosity, I think. Too like there's some weird going on with this that uh, Hagstone Yan had, and we're just trying to piece it together. I think he'd know a thing or two about it. They were thick as thieves. Yeah, and, oh. and Father Tito seemed pretty shook. So maybe more more serious than we. Kind of new. Exactly. I've never really seen him like that too often. It's a serious business we've gotten ourselves into there. Could be nothing, but worth worth a look. Could be everything. Be everything. Well, back at the church with my stuff, so. Stuart hit That's his why head again. Let's, let's do it later. Get on that helmet. Time after dinner, maybe, we'll take a look. Kiddos are asleep. Don't want them to see us looking at the uh, man of their nightmares. Yeah, you know, uh, look yeah, at some Nightmare look Man, look at Nightmare see if Man. I have forgotten memories. You know, let's unlock all the trauma at the same time. <laughs> we can good night. Not all of it. <laughs> we don't need to get all of it. Yeah, maybe we save the champagne for afterwards. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing fixes trauma like alcohol. But yeah, let's try and stop in the shop first and then get way back. Stop by an armor. Try and make it quick. Absolutely. You can yeah, play it out. You can easily find a helmet. I'll find one that's it's like pre-made. You have to get a custom one to cover every inch. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even my eyes. Stuart, is the chin strap <laughs> necessary? <laughs> Complete what sheet kind of, of helmet face? are you looking for? I think he's Stuart wearing chainmail, but then the full like <laughs> conical <laughs> classic knight's <laughs> helmet. <laughs> Yeah, like a jousting knight's helmet yeah, with the exactly. full like piece that goes up and down. I think he would actually do something that wants he to be like pretty... He looked like a woodpecker. <sighs> no, he wouldn't do something completely protective. He's more concerned about actually protecting his skull and his brain. So maybe one of those classic helmets that just mostly does this, and then the piece that comes out over the nose, yeah, <laughs> the nose piece cover. The nose cap, okay. Yeah, you can find one of those, hey, like five gold pieces. Yeah. Probably one of those ones that looks, it's like goes slightly taller as well, so he looks even dorkier now. Yeah, than he did oh, before. definitely. Yeah. That's where, that's where all the sequence of shots of <laughs> him coming out of rooms and me and Drogon shaking our heads. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, he goes through a series of cool ones. You guys are just like, no, it doesn't suit you. No. Single tear. Comes out with a progressively taller one each, <laughs> <laughs> each time. Yeah, you want to have to bend over through every doorway when you wear a helmet. Yeah. Why's that one got a propeller on top? I don't get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll get a helmet. A dunce helm? Dunce. <laughs> it's not like anything, right? No. Like, yeah. I mean, if you want something special, you can order something, but... Ah, that'll be another day. We'll see how this one fares in combat. <laughs> Get struck in the you eye socket. You know you're losing your helmet every combat. Every combat. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well... Should we buy you some backups now? <laughs> just dangling on the belt. Just loses one, takes another <laughs> off, throws it on. I mean, I pictured he would come up with something to like dangle it from his helmet, uh, belt half the time, but start with one. Oh. Leaves with a helmet on. Do you wear it through town? 
Yes, definitely today. Support it. Plan after this is. Uh, I didn't have. I, just, I don't. I don't have anything. Do you guys? I didn't have much more except for like nope. eventually visiting the the Hall of Knowledge to do some reading. But I think that would be another day. I think today. Sure. Yeah, that's also like. I mean, it's not that late in the day, but like March is big, so even making two just or three stops across, across the yeah. city is tough. That's what I figured. Um, and you guys haven't even really been through the major like center of the city. Like the canalways are busy, but you've known that kind of move around the outskirts and, and get through. You go towards city center, you're like fully going downtown. So back to the church then is the plan? Yeah. I think so. It's a pretty productive day already. You still got a lot of ground to cover, but you get back to the Church of Bouldre before Dark Falls. As always, Ido's given his evening sermon for such a small fellow. He has a surprisingly large and commanding voice. Let's catch the last few minutes of him. The stories of Baldrain. The importance of hearth and home and family and caring for the community. People leave. Some of them you recognize from the previous night and Others are unfamiliar, and as always, there's a few stragglers who are clearly looking for some sort of alms and handouts. Geraldine and Tito go around giving out bread, sometimes entire loaves, sometimes crusts, little like candied almonds and things like that. The night seems to be a real, like, solid community. Tito here. Fantasy Werther's. (laughs) Geraldine's just pulling them out of her pocket to hand to people. Long, just you guys and the evening crowd who are in here saying their prayers joins you. Well, long day in town for you four. I hope you found everything you wanted. I hope Sally was well. And Oswald, it's a good egg. I think Oswald fared better than Sally. Sally seems overworked, and perhaps she's on her last legs there been a permanent fixture in that place as long as the mold. I expect uh <laughs> take a while for her to go. She won't go out fighting. It sounds like she'll be happy to finish her days off looking after the kids, but she could certainly use some help, so we'll try to provide that. Wonderful. Perhaps it'll be a home for at least a few of these kids, but we'll need to find something a bit more permanent for the older ones. Perhaps tomorrow we'll do some more searching. As I said, they're welcome here for a time. Rush yourselves. Don't rush them either. Seems like they've been through quite an ordeal. That they have. What can I do for you now? If our sermons are done, say the word and I'll see what magic I can do to help, but no hurry. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Tito. There ain't nothing wrong with my brain, so it'll be quick. That's what I always said, Cliff. Now look at me wearing this sporting good look on my head. That's because there's a lot wrong with my head. I should, you, should, you should acknowledge that sometimes we need to protect the thing up there the most. That's fair. Can you see out of the side of your eyes at all? Seems pretty dangerous. <laughs> you have no peripherals. Why would I need to see out the side of my eyes? Everything I deal with is straight on. I mean, that's problematic, but maybe your head is hurt. <laughs> but okay, yeah. Uh, can I roll insight on Cliff to see if if I 
if he is truly as confident as he projects. Yeah. I guess cliff roll, deception, or persuasion. You don't have to tell us which. I think Stuart already knows there's something going on, but he just won't acknowledge it. Because- dirty 20. I actually rolled pretty good for... Uh, I got a 15. I think he he's con- trying to convince himself that he... He doesn't really know, but he's he's in a kind of a internal battle yeah. where he's like, I just was trying to like feel yeah. that, or if it's like a hundred percent. He's trying to be confident in order to convince himself he's fine. So whatever you think is probably true. <laughs> <laughs> is is he here with us? Uh, yeah, I think she probably comes back after checking in on the kiddos. Do we, do you know, is there, are we in private right now or is it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Which is quiet. It's a big space. All right, Tito, hit me. I, I think I gave him the gold earlier too, so. Okay. I marked it off anyways. So. Wait, really? Just like that? Okay. Um, is there, do you need something special or? Well, I expect we'll go, let's go to the back room and, and do it. Oh, there. yeah. Geraldine, look after the, uh, the flock. I'll be back. You got it, Tito. <laughs> hey, Every time. clean up your wax, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Tito shakes his head and leads you guys into a back room. Takes you, basically, it's not like a medical room, but it's one of the other little private areas where people can spend the night or spend some time, like the kids are in one of the larger ones. There's a few little cots there's like a couple small bookshelves and chests and some places to sit and just chill. But Cliffy leads you to one of the cots and says, best if you sit at least. Do you have to touch me? Uh, I do. <laughs> you, yeah, you, can, you can use my gloves, Maybe put Tito. some gloves on. It'll be a bit larger on you, but. Okay. Yeah, it's like a whole arm just dispersing <laughs> all your gloves. <laughs> oh, well. Manual dexterity ain't too important for these things, anyways. Um, Cliff, yeah, better you're just sitting down. And the off chance that there is something happening, your memories are, are twisted up, then it'll be a little shocking if there is a fix, to my knowledge. So, you just just take a little seat. All right. The, re- the rest of y'all, just hang out for some support in case you need you, right? Of course. Of course, yeah. Gives, he, uh, gives you a hug, Cliff, and a little kiss on the forehead. I appreciate it, Cliff. I appreciate you trusting me enough to do this. Of course. I'd do, I'd do anything for you. For you. So, we're through with this. We'll, uh, we'll take the next steps together. It's down, probably like next to you on the bed, but gives you a little space for Tito to work. All right. Ready when you are, Cliff. Hit me. Okay. He pulls out a little pouch and sprinkles diamond dust into the palm of his hand. Holds it there, basically like in the glove. And he begins, begins muttering under his breath. Doesn't doesn't sound like a language you guys recognize, or even you, Stuart. It's not like he's speaking tongues or anything like that, but there's some sort of sound communication going on with Boldry here. You feel before the others a warm presence fill the church in the nearby area. The hearth fire has just been lit in the back of the room and is roaring and pressing against you. And you guys see the diamond dust for a moment 
like a shiver runs through it, almost like Isle of Dust, disturbed by a heavy footfall nearby. Um, and then it shoots out towards Cliff and begins kind of swirling around, first around your torso and then around your head, and then it kind of settles down on your shoulders, almost like <laughs> almost like someone threw glitter all over you. <laughs> I think as like a laying down he's been pretty chill and like relaxed and i think as the magic gets there is a moment of like a little bit of like panic like when you're at the dentist and he's like kind of flinches as much as he's trying to act cool it like he's a little nervous it kind of comes out in the moment it's happening his hand comes out and takes yours exactly yeah i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine you guys see the diamond dust it like resolves itself into a bit of like a circlet shape around cliff's head and you see this warm spectral fire begin to wreath Cliff's head all in just a few moments. And then it vanishes as Tito approaches and lays the gloved hand kind of against your shoulder, Cliff, and then cups the side of your head. He whispers a final word of power. You guys see the dust around Cliff's head evaporate, disappear into nothingness. The visions of fire and the presence of warmth against your back is snuffed out as the magic is completely consumed to cast the spell of greater restoration. You guys see those two large eyes go wide. His pupils grow to an impossible size for a brief moment. Cliff, you feel a racing dizziness inside your head, a sudden weight in your gut pressure upon your heart like all the systems inside your body have suddenly hit reset they're taking just a second to catch up with where they're supposed to be then you see flash of images in your mind feel a sharp piercing headache sort of sensation one two and twenty hundred or more Sudden images come flashing across your mind in intimate and forgotten detail. You guys see Cliff's eyes kind of roll back. He collapses backwards onto the cot. He goes, Cliff! That's where we're going to call it. Oh, fuck. Oh, Cliff! 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 What have you done? <laughs> Tito's gone. <laughs> I want to. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you just hear <laughs> going down the hall. Not again. <laughs> every time, Tito, every time. <laughs> now we got to move to Silverbend. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of An Idiot's Guide to Adventuring. Tune in next week to see what happens to Cliff inside his little old noggin. And for everyone listening, we'd appreciate if you could take the time and write a review for us on the listening platform of your choice. It uh, really benefits us and helps grow this show. 
for behind the scenes, photos of NPCs or characters, follow us at Idiot's Guide to Adventuring on Instagram and use the hashtag Idiot's Guide DND to join the conversation. Join our adventure by suggesting names for characters you'd like to meet in the future, uh, like our new friends, Pin Pan Pawn. You can do that on our social media or anywhere you can leave a written review. And last but certainly not least, if you know anyone who you think would enjoy the show, please share with them and help us get these stories out into the world. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>